This is awesome. Oh, fuck. Hey. Good to see you among the living, man. Check it out. It's the latest talent mix. Thanks, Pete. Good to see you all among the living. Hello and welcome to the Talon Mix, normally streaming live Sunday nights at twitch.tv slash goblin voice, but this one is pre-recorded and available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Talon Mix. It is the number one Smallville podcast for people who don't listen or don't watch the television show Smallville and maybe don't want to listen to um, a, a Smallville podcast done by Smallville's creators who have put out their first episode. Oh, I thought it was Wednesday. Oh, you're right. It's Tuesday. <laughs> I'm Brian. Oh, wait, no. By the time people are listening to this, they have put right, out their first right. episode. That's what right. I, that's what I meant. I was, I was right the entire time. I'm Brian here as always with Zach. Zach, how are you? Uh, bueno. Hell yeah. Very good, yes. Uh, we also, we have a guest. Uh, you know her from College Humor, from her show FMK Champs on the uh, U-Jokes YouTube channel, and also has never seen an episode of Smallville before this, Carolyn Until Page. now. <laughs> Hi, Carolyn. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for- I feel like that's a prerequisite for being on our show, is having not seen an episode of Smallville. I, I right? actually, you know, we've talked to a couple of people, I've, t- I've like- offered invitations to people who have seen Smallville. I need to rescind all of those. I think it should just be people who have never seen Smallville. I'm going to tell you this now. After having seen one episode, and it is this episode, which I believe is called The Shattered. You got it. Uh, just Shattered. I'll, yeah, Shattered. I'll come back anytime because the Hell show yeah. rules. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. This is a Finally Brian, someone who understands. You might be the first one first guest who's ever watched Smallville for the same time and ever said that. <laughs> How could you not love it? Uh, it's an example of a certain type of media where if it ex- if this came out and you knew nothing about <laughs> Superman and this came out People would lose their fucking minds. They would go, this is the best show ever. <laughs> Hell what yeah. the fuck is happening? What are the rules? It's fascinating. I don't even think Smallville knows its own rules. It's the best. <laughs> uh, but we will get into uh, Smallville in a moment. Up top, Zach, you watch anything good this week? Well, since we're recording this two days after we lasted, I haven't watched anything. <laughs> I watched the first half of Revenge of the Sith. Oh boy, Carolyn's got a cat in the back. Carolyn <laughs> did warn us about her cat. <laughs> it's going two, nuts. I have two kittens that I'm fostering right now, and they are unfixed and untamed. <laughs> they what are their I names? actually their names are their Christian names are Famous Amos and Nutter Butter, which I did not bestow upon them. But I've been calling one Gollum because he's got a big old head. And he's he's really cute. And the other one, I've just been calling Nutter because <laughs> they're crazy. They've been I'm covered in scratch marks. How old are they? They are about three months, three and a half months. Oh, it's fun, boy! How did not fixed yet? Why aren't they fixed? I don't know. I think they. I don't know. They might be younger than I was told. <laughs> How big are they? Give me they're, a... I can show you. They're about yay big. They're they're long. They're skinny and long, and they're crazy. 
<laughs> Sounds like a kitten. <laughs> yep. That's a kitten for yep, sure. That's right. Well, this is fantastic audio podcasting <laughs> as we've gestured towards the size of the cats using fingers. Um, That's right. It's about the size of a kitten. I don't know. Let's do it by Reddit standard. It's about, they're about the size of a kitten. But I'd say they're about one banana, one and a half bananas long. Wonderful. We'll do, that's a, we'll that's a, that is a perfect method. measuring system. I know. Everyone knows about how long a banana is. Right. Is that how is that how they do it on Reddit? Yeah, that's how you're supposed I've to never compare seen that the on size Reddit. of something to Reddit. Well, you I'm, might get I'm on, on Reddit. I'm on one Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle subreddit. <laughs> there is a variance in banana size, let me tell you. As someone who consumes a lot of bananas, <laughs> depending on how big, I will have between two and four in a shake, depending how big the bananas are. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, I fuck mean, you, Reddit. Also- they're also curved, so that makes it right. You know, yeah. why would we use some people use a Coke can, but not everyone's like got a can all around all the time. But I guess everyone's got a banana. Everyone's got <laughs> the same size banana. <laughs> uh, Zach, you watched the first half of Revenge of the Sith. Uh, we're saving that conversation for a larger conversation, yes. but broad thoughts. Uh, better than Attack of the Clones. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, a lot of it's, a lot of it is better. I mean, like there's for the first time, there's like some charisma in the performances Mm. and there's some lines that don't make me want to slam my head through a wall. Like, (laughs) like, uh, Ewan McGregor seems like he's having a lot of fun. Hayden Christensen for the first half of the movie is having fun. Um, yeah, I still think Phantom Menace is the best of the three. (laughs) I think that has become... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Are you new to the prequels? <laughs> no. Have you no. never seen the prequels before? No, or I've seen them many times. Them? I'm rewatching them for some unknown reason. But um... I think Attack of the Clones rules. Boo! Camino? Boo! Camino? <laughs> Fuck you. I'll hear nothing against it. It's incredible world building. <laughs> I... I do like the rain-soaked uh, sort of noir part where he's... in. On that of planet. Camino. Oh, where he found yes. out about it from yeah. Dexter Jexter, oh, the man in the 1950s thing diner. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Brian, Dexter interrupted rule, Dexter the spot on impression she was doing. Of, <laughs> oh, uh, what was it? Tone Wee? Is that the name of that? Uh... I am Tone Wee. <laughs> the cloners of Camino. <laughs> Master Duke Atreides. That's a different franchise. Now it's a crossover. <laughs> it's Attack of the Clones. I do recognize when I read Dune for the first time, uh, I did realize, oh, this is what George was kind of trying to do in Attack of the Clones. I'm going to say something now that's as controversial as saying Attack of the Clones is good. Dune, the book, sucks. Fuck you, Frank Herbert. We are, we are, this podcast what? is an official like meh on Dune <laughs> across yeah. the board. Have we, all, have we all three read Dune? I've I have. read Dune and Dune 2, which should have been called Tune, but. <laughs> oh, yes, but like with an actual two. Yeah. Like the exactly. number two and then yeah. U-N-E. It looks enough like a D. Maybe this maybe this holiday season we'll get it from in the IMAX. Dennis, if you're yeah. we, we know Dennis is listening. Denis. Denis. If you this... can hear us. 
Yes, this podcast is an official Matt on Dune, the book, and the movie, and we're Matt on Blade Runner. Don't know how you feel about that. I care not for Blade Runner. <laughs> Matt is fine. I don't. It's Perfect. fine. I like it enough. I guess. I don't. I just want to, for the record, in case this gets back to George Lucas, I don't hate Attack of the Clones. I, <laughs> I enjoy. I actually enjoy Attack of the Clones. It's got some horrendous. Uh, dialogue and some pretty terrible effects at certain points, but um, I'd say the racism is not. <laughs> either. Which which racism are you talking about? Can you like narrow it down for me, or just <laughs> all get the... into that right now? I came here. I came here to talk about a CW show, and <laughs> which has its own plenty of racism. <laughs> it's in every moment. I'm not doing that. It feels like a waste. <laughs> uh, Carolyn, have you watched anything this week? Besides Smallville? Let's see. I think I watched, um, I've really been liking Borgen, which is a European show. I've it's never on heard of Netflix. It. And it's about um, like this woman who was formerly prime minister who's now in a cabinet position. And it's just like the, about like the political machinations of a Scandinavian, Scandinavian country. Uh, and it's pretty fun. Neat. It's like, a, it's like, you know, people having careers and families and it's a nice break because a lot of my life is like magical <laughs> shit you know and so sure. it's nice to have like something that's grounded but your fantasy fun. escape is a european show about the interworkings <laughs> of government yeah and climate change yeah exactly <laughs> that's totally true when you stream about magic the gathering several times a week yeah <laughs> it's european government yeah exactly it's the mm -hmm. escape um, uh, uh, my cat is currently nibbling on my kneecap to try to get Aww. me to pet him. Can you pick him up? Does he like to be picked up? Can I see I, him? He doesn't, but I would do it anyway. <laughs> I would like to see the he baby. He is a uh, for for the uh, cat. for the listeners. It's a cat. Don't alter your first draft. It's a cat, baby. This is this is Mulder. Mulder. Yeah, Scully is somewhere else hanging out but that's so wonderful <laughs> now thank I don't, you i don't know if you're familiar with this subreddit but standard issue cat do you I'm know not. this you guys gotta get on reddit more zach zach doesn't touch the internet <laughs> i'm no i'm on the internet i'm just not cool on the internet <laughs> like i'm not i'm i'm ancient and i don't understand technology so <laughs> By internet, he means a lathe. A like lathe Zach semi-recently sent me a link from batmanonfilm.com, and I'm like, they're still around? <laughs> did, did I? I don't know. Even I didn't even know that I did that. I think it was something else. Batman one on film was the one that came to my mind. Anyway. <laughs> Brian, what have you been watching? Bachelorette, uh, Bachelorette just started. Uh, on Monday, there are two bachelorettes this time, and things are gonna get awkward. Wait, we, what? There are two bachelorettes this season. Same Is time. The twist that they end up together. That's what everyone's hoping for. <laughs> um, I would, I would throw out. I'm gonna. Uh, people have said this about Marvel in the past. It was a tweet that went very viral. Um, but I'm going to apply it to the Bachelorette in this uh, scenario, which is getting queer baited by the Bachelorette is like losing to a dog at chess. <laughs> like, if you're really, really hoping that's going to happen, 
Um, I, uh, there's not much to say. It's the first episode was a uh, pretty awkward. Um, but I do want to throw out there they night one, you usually, you meet all of the men, uh, and then they pick, I don't know, 10 to 12 out of the 30 to keep, uh, whatever the numbers are. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this scenario, the two women have decided that they, uh, have not met, they had not had enough time to meet enough of the men. They do not want to do a rose ceremony. They do, however, of the largest amount of male contestants, pick three people that are like, we're good. <laughs> oh, they, they just pick them out, out individually three. and just walk them out. And they weren't like actively douchebags. Two were twins, and their whole thing was that they were twins. Uh, and uh, one was a magician. Uh, yeah, he didn't see it. No. <laughs> so, so do these two uh, bachelorettes have to agree on who they're giving the old heave ho, or do I, they I'll, each have? I believe, based on the promo, uh, they each have their own set of roses to give away. There are many pr- in the promo. There are several devastating appearing shots of the woman offering a man a rose, him declining it because he's more interested in the other one. Which, ooh, gimme, 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 gimme. <laughs> Brian, I find the majority of reality TV, and in particular, sorry, the cats are going off again, and in particular, The Bachelor and Bachelorette, wildly offensive, grotesquely... (laughs) Just grotesque. (laughs) Just grotesque. I truly find it grotesque. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'm no, I'll occasionally watch a reality show. Very rarely, very rarely. And almost never a whole season. But I truly find it, I think it is detrimental. I'm down, I'm I'm not to be an old no, no, no. curmudgeon, but I think it is culturally a detriment. I think I would agree with you on all points. <laughs> I, I don't think I disagree. You suckle at that teeth yeah. so much. I, yeah, I, I don't think I disagree at any individual point. Uh, however, I think disliking reality TV, uh, in particular, your real mainstream Bachelor franchise, is uh, wishing to live a worse, bland, textureless life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, the human, the human drama as watching this terrarium of hot people, the hottest people from their hometowns, (laughs) the hottest people from their hometowns who just don't want to be the number one person sent home. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And watch them be manipulated. (laughs) Okay. That's, I'm so sorry about the cat, All good. good. No, the cat is fired up (laughs) about the bachelorette. I know it's kind of adding to it for me anyways, but it must be so annoying. It's I will I will say this. Uh my wife and I, who are, are big time bachelor fans, we've had a hard time finding a, a community for our bachelor interest because a lot of people who are more earnestly, I don't want to say we're not earnest fans, but a lot of people who really take the narrative at face value and uh-huh. aren't thinking about the editing and like what the producers are manipulating are a little like you like it wrong. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We're just drunk on our couch. Just be like, ah, sure. nope. Producer made him say that. <laughs> and, okay, so you see past the the facade of it. It's but the, it's still it's a little Hunger Games, right? Oh, of course, of course it is. But everyone volunteers to be there. <laughs> and also, true. also these are at least the times I watched it. I am also uh, anti-reality TV, but the times I watch it, these are the most vapid individuals. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. 
Um, e- everyone, the the planet. it's what's amazing is every season of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, there is a, it's the same fucking four storylines that they find and kind of shape over and over and over again. Uh-huh. Um, no the one hates, like, no one hates The Bachelor more than my wife and I who watch every single season regularly. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, usually- I'm just going to let the cats out real quick. <laughs> to see. They might bite me, but we'll I'll be right back. Usually one of the storylines is some variation of one of the contestants isn't here for the right reasons. And everyone gets offended and pretends like they all didn't come for Instagram followers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they didn't come planning to marry this person sight unseen. I, yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. And it's, you can't. Ex- I can't explain it. I can't explain what the appeal is because we enjoy it on both in earnest. Because also among all the bu- amongst all the bullshit, uh, you know, uh, the editing, the manipulation from producers, all of that stuff. Every now and again, not every season. I would say. I would say there were three genuine examples of it of two people fucking vibing, and that is electric when it happens. Mm. Electric. Has anyone ever met on the show that's still together? Uh, several, actually. Bachelor and Bachelorette have a worse track, not a 0%, have a worse track record than Bachelor in Paradise, which is actually the best show, which is oh. where all of the rejects just go on a beach, and it's oh. just a hot people aquarium. Yeah, uh, That actually has a really, really good track record, which makes sense. You put a bunch of hot people on a beach, sure, some of them are going to click, you know? Are they that hot, though? Um, are they? Debate. I don't know. I don't know. That's up to individual. Like, who who are we to say? That's up to yeah, you. I have an important wife. question. <laughs> important question, Brian. Yes. Do you prefer The Bachelor or The Bachelorette as a show? Um, do you do you prefer a, to watch a big group of dumb women or men? Uh, frequently, Ooh. frequently, The Bachelorette produces better storylines and better characters. Huh. Um, is bachelor- that so you think you think men are better than women? Yeah, is that that's that's absolutely what I'm saying. Um, the Bachelor creating male characters. The Bachelor they usually pick like the blandest, boringest white dude. Yeah, um, and it's a little I, like I think that's true. And I, I I have seen one season of The Bachelorette, one season of The Bachelor, and one season of Bachelor Pad, like a decade. Bachelor ago. Pad's an old that one. Was, yeah, that's my experience me. was. Um, my experience was definitely that the dude was super bland, super bland. <laughs> That's usually the case. There is one, if if anybody listening to this is like, I guess I'll see what The Bachelor's all about, which I can't imagine based on this two-on-one fight. <laughs> 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 if you can find, it's a couple years old at this point, Ben Higgins season. Uh, ben Higgins is supremely good at being The Bachelor. All throughout the season, he kind of does the right things. He diffuses tension in the right way. And he does genuinely seem to be like a normal dude trying to find a nice lady to bring home. Mm-hmm. Until the end, when he fucks up. And he fucks up in a very human, understandable way, given the circumstances, but it's still a fuck up. Does and he it fuck is, too many people? He doesn't fuck too many people, but like he he emotionally fucks too many people. Oh, that's worse. Ooh. That's worse. And he, so he commits <laughs> the big mistake, uh, and uh, it's massively compelling television, and it is the best uh, season. Sorry, I was just googling Ben Higgins on my phone. Is he? This hot? is not the guy whose season I saw. No. <laughs> 
Do you, do you remember even the Vegas? This is the worst podcasting ever. Do you remember the, like the Vegas plot beat? I'm sure if you threw a dart, it'd be one that's in every single one. No. So, okay. So he was the in the final two of the previous of the Bachelorette. Okay. And that's she usually chose the other dude. And then he was the the bachelor. Yeah. And he chose the like villain of the okay. show. Okay. Uh that is before his... me. Uh Ooh. I know who you're talking about. I do not know who it is. Um Ooh. but yes, cool. that is that's before me. Uh, and just so you know, this is typical of our Smallville podcast to talk about. <laughs> is something it? Because I was Smallville like, for... I really, guys, I want to talk about that episode. I, we should Don't, get into it, but yes, I'm we not normally let you get out of this. We shoot the shit for a bit. This. Uh, this is also our excuse to like hang out. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen each other in person in twenty years. Right. <gasps> That's beautiful. <laughs> oh my god. Um, gang, shattered is the eighth episode in the third season of Smallville and the 52nd episode overall. It aired November 19th, 2003. We are, of course, reading directly from the Smallville wiki. Pull it up yourself and read along. Uh, Carolyn, any idea what you could have been doing November 19th, 2003? November 19th, 2003, I was having lunch at the Olive Garden. No. Um, I was halfway convinced for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, November what? 13th. Wow. Oh, I... oh, I know exactly what I was doing. Sorry, you go first. No, no, you go first. You go first. I was literally watching this episode of Smallville. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, this is one of the last that I watched before I dropped off on my initial run through. I think I watched the next the next one afterwards. Because this was the mid-season finale. So no, like, you know what? I yeah, I finished this mid-season finale, and I think I left and came back towards the end of season three. I think I finished season three, and then that's when I was got it done for a while. Carolyn, okay. any ideas? I think I was probably at a play practice in high school. What play? What play? In 2000, I probably would have been too. It maybe would have been my incredible breakout role as Madame Tenardier in Limes. Hell yeah. That's uh, probably what I was doing. I was doing that or schoolwork because I was a. How long is Limes of the play? That's a long. Well, there's an abbreviated. Yeah, I assume it's a high, high school <laughs> abridged. High school abridged. They they did cut some of my part for the abridged version. Oh, bummer. Um, what grade were you in in 2003? Let's see. I graduated in 2006, so I would have been in huh. sophomore, my sophomore year, yeah. I graduated in 2004. Brian, are you 06 also? I, th- I believe I'm no, also you... 06. I might be 07. Yeah, we're the same age. Yeah, right. 06 was when we knew each other, 06 and 07. So. Which would have been oh. it. So I basically would have, yeah. I graduated. In the, okay, so yeah, yeah, I think the same. Um, so I would have been in uh, rehearsals for Welcome to the Monkey House. <laughs> Oh. Which was a, uh, a bad compilation of like Vonnegut shorts. I was a snotty oh. teenager who breaks a uh, trombone. Oh, I love that. Right? Right? Wait. I would love to see that. Dude, I'm sure you were great. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure I was not. Uh, <laughs> you got it. Oh. You guys, Zach is holding up a copy of Welcome to the Monkey House. 
Really good collection of shorts, actually. Um, I I was uh, in, uh, there's a short in there called The Kid Who Could Not Be Tamed, I believe. And I was the titular boy who could not be tamed. I don't remember that, but now I'm going to reread it and just picture you <laughs> as the boy. I don't think tamed. it's a good play. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. In Metropolis, Morgan Edge is, and I quote from the Smallville Wiki here, fingering a rosary made of kryptonite beads as he is having his bandages removed after extensive plastic surgery to change his appearance. Carolyn, you may not be aware of this. They did briefly show it, but the previous two episodes that Morgan Edge appeared in, he was played by Rutger Hauer. Oh, I saw that immediately, and I was like, oh, damn, I missed this incredible actor. It's And then now... Do you think Rutger Hauer like wasn't available or do you think Rutger yes. Hauer was good? It, yes. 1000%. You because... don't go to the plastic surgery well. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I mean, was he busy or was he good? <laughs> oh, right. oh, yeah, he was good. He was good. <laughs> How long had his character been on the show? Two episodes. Just he he two appeared episodes. two episodes. Oh, and then they replaced him in the... Third episode? Let's be clear. Yeah. Let's be no. clear. He was in the two two premiere episodes of this season. And okay. then the character went away for whatever, six, seven episodes. And then they wrote him back into it with a guy who is doing oh. uh, a Rucker Hauer impression yep. very clearly. And he's real <laughs> proud of it. Yes. Very proud. I was like, immediately, I was like, I've never seen you. I've never seen the show before. And I can tell that you're proud that you're doing an impression of someone else. Now here's Zach. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We need to get that guy on the podcast as a guest. Cause you know who will never do that. You know, who will never get as a guest, the second guy to play Morgan edge on Smallville fucking talkville. Yeah. You think I Welling agree. and Rosenbaum are going to do that. But also he's not going to come on our show after we just talk shit about his performance. <laughs> That's the magic of podcast, baby. He's not going to listen to it. <laughs> um okay uh lex catches up to him in a warehouse and convinces him to confess on tape that he conspired to uh, conspired with lionel to kill lex's grandparents lex does not appear completely well he seems jumpy and uneasy edge explains that they made a deal with the slumlord to split the property insurance money any thoughts so right from the start, the first musical sting of this episode, I knew nothing about this show. And the first musical string sting was incredible. I was swept off my feet. Do, do you mean the, the theme song hit? Not that, I, I don't know. Is that what it is? The very top of the episode, the first sound that you hear, I was like, oh, oh. it was like a cold open. It was just rad. Great um, music. The first... Are you talking about like the score, not like a needle drop? Yeah, the score, the first... Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got it. I think I have notes on the the credits too. (laughs) I think the score is trying to uh, quote the Danny Elfman, Tim Mm. Burton Batman scene where the Joker is totally. Oh, God. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. That's totally what it felt like. Yes. Um, Okay. Uh, Is that where we get? Is that where, Zach, do we get get a certain important moment? Is that where that happens? 
Uh, Edge explains um, that they made a deal with the slumlord to split the property insurance money. Oh, they don't gosh. go somewhere. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, no, I got it. I got it. While Lex reviews the tape at the manor, his security guard, Darius, informs him that his father has called again. Lex avoids the call and hides the tape in the safe just before an assassin bursts in and kills Darius. After a brief struggle, Lex leaps out a window, badly twisting his ankle. I did it again. (laughs) I did it again. (laughs) My button is set on a loop, so hitting the button again doesn't stop it. (laughs) So, just so you know, in this show, whenever they introduce a bodyguard by name, Uh uh, you know he's about to get shot. It's a real red shirt in Star Trek type of situation. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Because I immediately was like, Darius! <laughs> when he got shot, I was like, oh no, Darius, you're the only person whose name I know. Like, oh. No, um, this is Darius's first and last appearance yes. on the show, I'm quite certain. Oh, really? Oh, that doesn't make any sense at all. It <laughs> uh, doesn't make any sense at all. But I did think, I did have a note for when Lex was looking around his office and later to find out that he's not in his right mind uh i was like no one you don't get to be that sad if you're rich like that (laughs) you just don't i'm sorry i mean you would have a a lot of trouble with the first two and a half seasons of this uh show i just don't believe it Well, I mean, you you got a little peek at how abusive his father is, right? Oh, in this that's episode. true. He's that's got some true. trauma. He's, He's got, got some drama. Yeah. Um, he is being simultaneously gaslit by his father and his best friend into insanity. <laughs> and his 16-year-old best friend. <laughs> <laughs> this was an incredible origin story. Like, I really felt like this was the episode that, like, this is a villain origin story. It's we're getting there. We're getting there. And Michael Rosenbaum fucking kills it. Uh, he was so good. He is really good. <laughs> so good. He's he's normally even better than this. This one he's he's chewing the scenery. There's... He's playing crazy <laughs> up to eleven. Totally. totally. By the end of it. Totally. Uh Carolyn, you said you had thoughts on the uh the theme song. Your first time seeing the Smallville theme. <laughs> Something that brings nothing but warm and joy into my heart. <laughs> Is Superman crucified in this? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so the big promotional image for season one involves a scene from the pilot where Clark is strung up, is like hazed, strung up in a cornfield uh, with the S for Smallville High. Uh is, but uh, he's he it's supposed to be like a scarecrow, not like Jesus. But okay. But <laughs> okay. Now I, I'm gonna look sorry, I need to look something up really. Oh no, quick. it definitely was a thing, a controversy at the time. Yeah, because And Superman and Christ imagery is uh popular to say the least. Sure. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> Not as popular as having a picture of Obi-Wan that looks like Jesus from the prequels. I think That's both are great. I think both are great. 
<laughs> you know what that you know that reference if you'd ever been on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I have had I have had two aunts post uh the Obi-Wan is Jesus like thing unironically uh, just like <gasps> You have? Yes. Oh, fully Brian. have seen Wait. it in the wild. Oh, they they just think it's a normal They just Jesus. think it's a picture of Jesus, but no, it's a picture of I Ewan mean, McGregor as the character we Obi-Wan do a lot from Star worse Wars. than Ewan McGregor as real Jesus, you know what I mean? <laughs> My Jesus. So okay, this this will maybe come in. Is it can I jump around? Do you mind if I jump around? You can. A yeah. Bit? Because this does relate to something else later in the episode. First of all, I was like, oh, is this guy being crucified? And then, like, tied up, like, in a field like that is not great. And then, okay, I'm going to, when we get to it in the episode, I'm going to call back to this moment. Because I, I want to proceed. Uh, I think that was another controversy was that he was tied up and hazed in a field, which had recently happened. Right. Very similar. Right. Yeah. Know, right. Horrific. Real life. Terrible yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. If you take what's happening in the show this literally, podcast. if you take what's happening in this show literally, it's all off. <laughs> just so you know, it's intense. It's an intense show, but I also had a great time because within the first ten minutes of the show, I gasped and said, "A ninja," <laughs> <laughs> which was an unexpected delight. <laughs> I I have a serious question for the room. Yes, would you rather? Get shot or jump through a uh, stained glass window? Because Lex just hurls himself through this fucking window. I don't yeah. think I would want to jump through a window. That's I, like, will I survive I'll take either? My <laughs> right. Yeah, I will run at the guy with a gun before I'll jump through the fucking window. <laughs> it's yeah the the propulsion to break the glass. Yeah, I feel then... like I would jump in and just my head would go through like or like. <laughs> He Just did parts jump through of me. face first. I mean, he really... But it makes sense because he's been slowly being drugged for weeks. Spoiler through. alert, yes, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! It's just, <laughs> that's the episode we just watched. What are we doing no here? One, not no one, no one who listen, No one who listens to this show watches the show. <laughs> yeah, okay, so they here. are learning as we say it. Here's the best way to... Oh, I see, I see. But here's the best way to do it. You watch a minute of the show, listen to a minute of the podcast. Watch a minute of the show, listen to a minute. No, don't watch. Don't watch a single minute of it. That's for me and Zach. That's, I will also. I will also mention the um the window that Lex jumps out. That is clearly like the Luther Manor window we jump out of every time a sure. a Luther Manor sure. uh, window is broken. That's the window. Sure. Right, but sometimes it's on the second floor <laughs> or the third floor. How many floors they got? This is why I'm saying he shouldn't be sad. He got so many floors. <laughs> he w- all he wants is a family that loves him. He doesn't even care about the money. Tough shit. Me fucking too. But you know what? I don't have a million dollars. Lex escapes to the me. Kent Lex, farm. Suck it up. I'm just kidding. I love you, Barb and Dave and Alex, <laughs> my beautiful family. Lex escapes to the Kent farm and Clark finds him. There is a wild shot of Clark in the uh in the barn and then Lex is just behind <laughs> some barrels like a spooky goblin. Yeah. Well, he lifts the book up <laughs> and reveals Lex just sitting there. Just that beautiful bald head and like these wide crazy eyes. <laughs> also, they live too close to their farm. No farmer has a barn full of cows that close to their house that they live in. That is separated by acres. You don't want to be near that smell. That's horrible. Well, you want to be able to keep an eye on things, right? I mean, make sure no one's stealing your cows or 
<laughs> you have no idea what could be happening in this neighborhood in Vancouver. I mean, Kansas. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Clark offers to go to the mansion to retrieve the evidence in the safe. When Clark gets there, he finds the manor undamaged and the safe empty. The stained glass window has been repaired, but Clark uses his x-ray vision to find a shard of glass behind some furniture. So so when Clark is in the barn with Lex, his dad calls up and oh, right. says, like, give me a hand milking these cows. And I had two thought, kind of conflicting thoughts about that. The first was like, Clark, just go help your dad. You can milk those cows in 14 seconds. Literally, right. you have super speed. Yeah. But also, is Johnny K just being lazy and like leaning on the crutch of his superpowered son? Yes, all the time. It's like, yeah. one of, one of yeah. the things we've realized is that the Kent farm yeah. operates with no staff. Thankfully, they just have oh, Teenage me. Superman to help out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what well, I thought about was the how lucky it was that, you know, with Lex obviously hiding up in the barn, that Johnny Kent didn't just come in like, hey, can you do all those chores in a fucking split second before you head off to school? Appreciate yeah, it. I'm going to call you a fucking donut. Yeah. Which I, mean, I, they think, are I think it was attention they were playing with, but like didn't... Uh... <laughs> they are constantly teetering on the edge of bankruptcy at the Kent farm, like... And that's the only reason they got their head above water is because they have a son who can do all these chores of 20 people. They should be doing more. This is a they are not, no one in this world is using his powers efficiently at all. Um, so Lex goes, or sorry, Clark goes to the Luther Manor. The, the window has been repaired. He finds a shard of glass behind some furniture. Clark returns to the farm and reports what he found to Lex. Then, Clark, then goes to Chloe. Chloe admits to finding the connection between Lionel and Edge, but has no idea how Lex developed the theory that they killed Lionel's parents. Um, Carolyn, are you familiar with Alice and Max's whole thing? No. What's your uh, thing? Uh, Chloe. Chloe. The character Chloe is played by Allison Mack, uh, who was heavily... Uh, she's currently in prison uh, after being majorly involved in the Nexium cult thing. Whoa. <laughs> that, like, super wild sex cult thing where, like, they branded people. She was a key she operator the, She in was that. the number two, right? Yeah. She was the Whoa. number two. Yeah. yeah. She had tried... She tried to, like, hook Smallville people. <laughs> into that oh my god yup okay i'm honestly really glad to hear you say this because i don't i told you i even told you beforehand like i don't want to dunk on anyone like i just don't want people to feel bad but she gave me the heebie-jeebies right from the start i was like oh what's your cool i had a <gasps> super duper crush on her <laughs> that Ooh. hair was her haircut is Fucked up. It looks like an anime. It looks like an anime plushie went through the dryer one too many times. Amazing. So, that's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. There's a there's a HBO documentary, and they go way into it. And um, a Showtime documentary, right? Ooh, just like Firefest. I love it when Alex yeah. are competing documentaries. Yeah. Um. So okay. just want to note, Brian, uh, that scene, he pulls up in the red pickup truck, which looks pristine again. Yeah, perfectly <laughs> fine. Weird. Um, this this pickup truck of the Kents has been totaled 
15 times, Brian? <laughs> Many well, times this season. <laughs> That's why he doesn't have time to do the cows because he fixed the pickup truck in the morning. <laughs> the Clark is just super speeding, cool taking up actually dance. happening. Do you think the insurance company is really frustrated with the Kents? Like they have to, <laughs> like how many times can he total the fucking truck? Their premiums, that's why the farm's going bankrupt, because their premiums are <laughs> the so premiums high. are just skyrocketing. You know, like, you know how, like, insurance now, you can just send a picture from the accident and just, like, instantly, <laughs> hey, flipped it again. Why? <laughs> they should have had a storyline where they were sending, uh, like, private detectives. Like that's who finds out Clark's shit. <laughs> yeah. To see what the hell's going on. Um, Clark and Chloe return to the farm where they find Lionel, Jonathan, and Martha waiting for them. Lina asks for Clark's help in finding Lex and explains that Lex has had a mental breakdown stemming from his experience on the island. Carolyn, that's a, se- that's a season premiere thing. Don't worry about it. Lex, I... Lex married a lady. They went on their honeymoon. Whoa. She hijacked the plane, uh, parachuted out. He crashed on an island. He imagined up another guy, and now he's cuckoo banana crazy. What? Okay. That was a little bit more complicated than I thought it was going to be. That was a simple version. <laughs> I can't wait to go back to rewatch Smallville and listen to previous episodes of this podcast. Uh, when Clark returns to the barn, he so finds... Wait, no, 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 no. I have comments. I have comments. <laughs> so this was my first introduction to Lionel. Yes. Who is our beautiful angel baby on this show. He is yeah. our our MVP of the show. We love Lionel. Sorry, go ahead. I find it really incredible, and maybe there's in-universe justification for this. I find it really incredible that they went so hard into bald, bald kid and super flowing locks dad. I was just like, it's truly yep. this. They are planting all the seeds for a villain's origin story <laughs> that is societally bred. We as a society gave ourselves Lex Luthor. <laughs> also at this point, which is about 11, I was having a good time watching this. I just done some laundry. I was getting ready to fold it and it absorb the Smallville. Hell yeah. This was about 11 minutes and 53 seconds in. And at 11 minutes and 53 seconds in, I was like, I'm liking this. And then I smoked a joint. (laughs) And then I said, let's fucking go. This is incredible. (laughs) That is the peak way to watch Smallville. Let me tell you. I do want to say, in regards to the hair situation, it's definitely intentional. His hair mocks Lex's baldness. Yes. Yes. It's like the most beautiful flowing <laughs> head of hair compared to Lex's. It's gorgeous. Nothingness. Yeah. Uh, when Clark returns to the barn, he finds Lex singing and rocking a blanket. Lex <laughs> explains that his father woke up his baby brother, Julian. Before I um, saw it, literally that's what they were doing. My first thought was like, you know, Lionel is saying like, my son, he's gone crazy. Help me find my boy. Uh, and then like Clark goes into the barn and it's just Lex like quietly singing. And I'm like, don't, if you don't want to look crazy, don't, don't be quietly singing. Right. Yes. If, right. Brian, if you walk in on a friend of yours singing and rocking a invisible baby do you engage them or do do you just back out i'm gone i'm actually gone that is the exact (laughs) line where my friendship hits 
<laughs> that is where I'm Zach. If I walk in and you are cradling something quietly singing, I'm just like, I gotta yeah. go. Yeah. This has been great. <laughs> this has been a very fulfilling and wonderful friendship for me, but I gotta go. <laughs> right. Like either I'm losing my mind or this is some kind of horror movie possession, like some shit you don't want to get involved in. It, it doesn't sound good either way. It doesn't sound good for me to disturb you, you know? No, yeah. I'm rocking the baby. Don't wake the baby. I think Clark Clark got lucky that Lex was mostly like, yeah, I got a baby here. <laughs> it wasn't There's like, nah! <laughs> It was very calm in the moment. Right. But there's, there's a scene, in, there, there's a shot in this scene where it is through a crack in the barn and they're looking down, the camera's looking down on the people talking in the front yard by the truck. And this scene, the blonde woman, what's her name again? The blonde science friend. Chloe. Chloe. Allison Mack. Allison Mack. <laughs> leans the, over of and- Of Nexium. Of Nexium fame. Allison Mack of Nexium fame leans over in this throwaway shot and in this serious moment, smiles, giggles, and kisses Superman, who I don't know the actor's name, so I'm going to call him Henry Cavill. She kisses- <laughs> Henry Cavill's arm. No, I, I noticed that. Go oh, rewatch it. Did you notice it? I missed no, that. No, I think it's you just You saw the, it. It was yes, weird. It was, she well, was clearly it was laughing about a change. No, it was totally. Right. Candid. It was like in yeah. the middle of a scene, something made her laugh and she like puts her head on his shoulder and laughs. Yes. I was like, they must, you are they must really not. flirting at work. You are at work, girl. They must not have had any good takes because that was the one they used. <laughs> I missed yeah. that. Go back and rewatch it. That's book one. And it's, it's not on the edge of the frame or anything. And if, like, if it was on the edge of the frame, I would get it because it was broadcast like a square, not yeah, in right. Yeah, but, but it's not. It's right in the middle of the frame, and she. It's like quite clearly she's laughing, and <laughs> it's not Christ. supposed to be a funny conversation they're having <laughs> down there. Completely missed that. That's wild. Uh, okay, so Clark discusses Lex's behavior with his parents. Martha and Jonathan try to encourage Clark to get Lex the proper help. Lex overhears the conversation and decides the Kents aren't really on his side and insists that he has to go find Edge to prove that he's not crazy. Clark- Johnny K, as skeptical as we are about the Morgan Edge uh, <laughs> facelift plotline, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's uh, uh, we we've talked about before. Uh, Johnny K has a real Scully disease. Of sure, it's been three seasons now of insane thing after insane thing, and Johnny K, the man with the alien son who can do all, who can <laughs> entirely work his farm, is like I don't know, Clark. That's a little ridiculous. That's a bit of a leap, son. <laughs> do you think that? It, let me ask you this: as longtime show watchers. Do they have a lot of talks, serious family discussions in their front yard, standing around? <laughs> I no, would say, no. at, at, I, I think any location on the Kent farm is fair game for a very serious conversation, <laughs> okay. Clark. I love What I love about that scene is, so Lex comes up and is like, I heard everything you said. And they have dialogue for like 45 seconds. And then Chloe comes up like, oh, <laughs> I tried to stop him. It's like, how much of a head start? How fast is Lex? <laughs> he's in well, how he's slow is Chloe? <laughs> oh, he's very slow from all of the uh, cult stuff she's been doing. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Okay. Uh, let's see. Clark decides to stick with Lex. They go to the warehouse where Edge has had his plastic surgery, but it has been transformed into a sewing factory. Lex threatens one of the immigrants as Clark pulls him out. Um, no, I guess that's fair. Smallville wiki. They are, they are like the whole thing is like they're, I don't know if the Smallville wiki made the assumption that they're all immigrants. I know. I was going to say, how do you know that that man is an immigrant? (laughs) They are, they cannot understand Lex yelling at them. I will say that. That's Um, true. Not not native English speakers. Yeah, still, yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there, Wiki. Into their job, right, Wiki? I don't know. I think you went out of line there. So, <laughs> you could have just said people, <laughs> right? Superman could really. He's like Lex is like I'll go in first, and then Superman Henry Cavill's like No, no, I'll come with you. What the, he could have used his X-ray vision. It doesn't cost him anything to use. So his Lex, powers. Lex doesn't know that he has powers, and Clark is desperately trying oh. to keep that from Lex. Oh, he and is, this is where he first sees his. Okay, not to jump ahead, but wow, no, Le- guys, Lex- this is the best episode to, to watch for the first <laughs> time. I feel like you don't start with this episode. This is when the show starts. Clark Clark has been gaslighting Lex about his powers the entire show, slowly driving him mad. Oh, that's fucked up, Superman. But he's right. A teen. It, it is kind of a thing in this show where Superman is partially responsible for creating Lex Luthor. Um, did you guys talk about how mean Lex was to the immigrants? <laughs> we well, mostly we talked we... about. Do, are they immigrants? Are they not immigrants? We 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 think we think, think we the Smallville that... wiki maybe shouldn't have specified. Like, should have just said oh, people. In the episode, they do call them immigrants. Okay, then. Sure. That's where it comes. I'm just to defend right. got the it, wiki. Got it. Got it. Got it. It got wasn't it. the wiki's fault. It was the episode's fault. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, yeah. Lex goes. Uh, we didn't really talk about it. What, what were your thoughts? No, no, I was just going to say he's he is ruder than he has to be to those people. <laughs> but he is going crazy. Yes, but he's being drugged slightly. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yes, yeah. That was the... Yeah, that was the linchpin. Right. So this, this made me think of... Okay, I had a big realization about superheroes, which I are in my world and zeitgeist a lot think a lot about superheroes and superpowers so many superheroes have heightened intelligence Mm. superman doesn't he has super strength he is super speed he is super resilience bunch of shit not super smart nope he's not a smart man no he is not clark kent is not a smart teen he's just he's just the Number of times when I really wanted him to ask any question <laughs> in this episode was astonishing. Uh, that is actually uh, unrelated to Smallville. One of the things I like about Superman, I gotta say, is like, yeah, he's got these godlike powers, but he's just a guy. He's just a guy from Kansas doing his yeah. best. Yeah. yeah, I do love they lean into the doofus farm boy thing right. in this show. Yeah, but is that is the inability to ask? Uh, obvious questions Clark Kent's fault or is that the writers being lazy that the latter (laughs) (laughs) but the writing on the show was good the story was like great I was super engaged we love the show 
I, I appreciate the writing. We give the writers a lot of shit, though, also. <laughs> okay, fair. But, like, fair. it's definitely a thing where they know what they're doing. I don't think they would. I think most of our criticisms, they would go, yeah, you know, we had a deadline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They yeah. like, yeah. Or studio notes or right. whatever. <laughs> yeah. it's, hey, we did what we had to do. <laughs> I think that is yeah. largely the, well, the episode had to happen. <laughs> yeah. Podcasters yeah. 20 years later. Yeah. <laughs> Adult well, men it, rewatching this show. 20 years later. Whoa, yeah he's 20 years later yeah this wow. is an old show uh I'm ancient uh when was friends jesus fuck right uh friends, friends ended ending. in 2004 yeah friends so we're to me like happy days was to my parents yeah oof yeah i'm gonna kill myself after this <laughs> <laughs> just kidding um Okay, uh, let's see. Clark and Lex return to the mansion to search for clues. They find <laughs> Darius alive and well. When Darius, Darius, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I thought he was great. a recurring character, and I was like, there's no way they'll kill off Darius because <laughs> he seems so important at the beginning of the episode. Fan favorite Darius, <laughs> he's going to live another day. He's never been in the show before this? No, not once. <laughs> Darius. I was like, oh, it's so great that they have like an African American, like black main character. Oh. No. Okay. Well. No. Uh, no, 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 no. There is one African American main cast member on this show who does not appear in this episode, hasn't appeared in most of the episodes this season, they are, and will leave this they season. They are phasing, they are in the process of phasing him out. Wow. And long, uh, when he is move, here, CW. When, he, when he is on the show, it's not good. <laughs> It's frequently not done well. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Dr. Claire Foster arrives. Lex grabs the gun from Darius and backs out. He admits that he might be crazy, but he has also guessed that his father might have drugged him in order to discredit him. Mm-hmm. Even the psychiatrist is in on it. Yes. Oh. Is nothing sacred? No. How do you how do you go about offering some a psychiatrist that job? Like, um, hey, I know you're a professional psychiatrist who makes a <laughs> lot of money. How would you like to make a little more money by helping me drive my son insane? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring out my checkbook and I'm gonna start writing zeros. You tell me when to stop. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. $300. She's like, I'm in. <laughs> oh. it, it ha- and it has been said in previous episodes that this is like a renowned right. psychiatrist. Right. Um, wow. I did look up. Uh, uh, Dr. Claire Foster is a DC Comics character uh, who I was not familiar with, but the wiki yeah. helped me out on this one. And Dr. Claire Foster in the DC Comics universe has treated Superman, Batman, <laughs> and like several oh, other really? notable figures. Oh, really? Well, yes. She clearly sh- should not. Have but, yeah, I don't. Life. I don't think that's going to be happening within the Smallville universe. I don't think season eleven is going to be. <laughs> oh, this is a good fan conspiracy. Being right? like, right? Yeah, I like this. Lana meets Clark and Lex at the Smallville stables. She stays with Lex while Clark goes to meet Chloe. He gives her the medicine that Dr. Foster tried to give Lex and asks her to check out Lex's doctor and security. Uh, Zach, are you about to say the thing that I was going to say? 
I don't I don't know, Brian. I'm, I was going to talk about Lana showing up at 2 a.m. to bring them snacks. <laughs> I just went like real she, fast. Uh, uh, Clark was going to be like, Clark is like, check this out. And and Chloe just grabs it. Like, I'll check it with my source at the pharmacology lab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course right. she has of a course. course. That's why Chloe, Chloe's like, if Chloe and Superman make up one Batman, kind of. Like, he's got the superpowers, <laughs> and she's got, like, the brains and, like, any wherewithal to take initiative for literally anything, which Superman does not, apparently. Agreed. So She also got a hold of Lex's um, elementary school age medical records somehow. <laughs> She has so sources. Cool. Sorry, um, Zach, you were saying, though, about she's Lana. She's a hacker. It was the <laughs> early 2000s. Hackers could do anything. Like, the scene opens with Lana showing up to the horse stables. Uh, and she's like, it's the middle of the night. Why did you want me to bring this food? And I'm just picturing them. She said, I got your message, and then says that. What it was? The, what did the message sound like from Clark? Yeah. Come to the stables. Like, hey, Lana. Um, it's me, your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah, can you bring some snacks to the horse stable? I know it's 2 a.m. Hey, hope you hey, get this. You up, not like that. You up. You up, not like that unless, but yeah. more importantly. <laughs> snacks is not a code. I actually want you to bring snacks. Sandwiches. Something with sustenance. Anything Chips. antibacterial yeah. that you have. <laughs> um, okay, Chloe tells Clark that Lexus had psychiatric trouble before. Once in boarding school, after his brother died, his headmaster found Lex in the bell tower, singing lullabies to a blanket. <gasps> That's the thing we saw before. Lana gives Lex <laughs> some food, but he becomes angry and accuses <laughs> Lana of attempting to drug him. He throws her into a horse stall and runs off. The horse is spooked, and before Lana can sneak out of the stall, it tramples her, breaking her leg so badly, and this is according to the wiki, she nearly dies. The, the leg break is pretty awful. It looks like <laughs> when Jim Carrey fell off the jetway in Dumb and Dumber, like her leg is like going the wrong direction. We'll, and we'll... I also really love the Lana doll that gets trampled by the horse. <laughs> like, cuts to an obvious dummy, just like. Is that, are we dealing with an actual Lana or an actual Kristen Kruick injury? Oh. No, I don't think so. No, it's like, I got, so no, we, she just won't be in a cast next episode. I oh, no, can't... no. She, this is an ongoing, she has rehab for a little while. After okay, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I found this scene. This is the part that I was referencing before when I was like, I'm going to call this back. This scene <laughs> was in incredibly poor taste, I thought. <laughs> really? Considering the most famous Superman was oh irreparably injured. This felt very pointed and ghoulish. I didn't even make that. I, that didn't even occur well, to me at all. I was no, shocked no. when I saw this. I well, was literally you... like, Wincing he has been on the TV. show before. Chris Reeve has but, been on the show. That, that makes it worse. That makes also, it worse. Also, there have been, I think there have been a number of horse incidents already in the show. Like her being a ho riding horses is a common thing. So this isn't the first Smallville time. Smallville crew loves a horse stunt. <laughs> Carolyn is wincing uncomfortably. I thought this was in very poor taste. I didn't even log that. 
I I don't think they made the connection when they were writing it. I really. I think that's a very foolish, naive assumption. <laughs> they write about fucking Superman. I know, but they've had so many horse things on the show. And also, he got injured falling off of a horse, not getting trampled by a horse. It's a fair All right, point. It's your, it's your podcast, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, the horse is moving forward. Lana, blah, blah, blah. Lana turns to Lex so badly. She nearly dies. Uh, while Clark is helping Lana to the hospital, Lex steals a truck. <laughs> with a rifle in the back window and flees into the night. So I didn't know what to expect from this show because in Superman, in comics, there's anything. There's science, aliens, illusion, magic, like any possible brain control. You know, I don't know. So I was expecting maybe like a Star Trek style illusion to fall around or some magic thing. But then... And maybe like, oh, Lex has been right the whole time. Like, he's totally sound of mind. He's the only one who sees the truth, which is kind of true. But then when he punched a guy and took his pickup, I was like, okay, he is. Like, uh, he is at least ill. Bad. I was like, the guy's not in on it. Like, <laughs> he's just like, no, trust no one. And then I thought, I was like, is Lana a clone? Is she like sent? Is she a robot? Is she an illusion? But the truck guy, I was like, nah, no, that's just a guy who got punched. Yeah, and he got a concussion. <gasps> oh, that's right. Uh, Carolyn, you don't know this. We keep track of several things on this show. Uh, concussions are one of them. In, in, uh, you mean <laughs> the the character, not the actor, got a concussion. I mean, we don't know. We, we were speaking to the character. Him. We don't know we that the actor did. We know he got a concussion. Uh, head hard traumas hard are generally okay. no, no, a, a concussion okay. is if you get hit in the head and lose consciousness that's a concussion oh yeah that's an f- actual concussion so <laughs> that's what oh, happened wow. to this dude yeah um that's four <laughs> that's four concussions for this season um Whoa. we're gonna get a few more before the end of this episode don't worry we're gonna get a few more concussions uh carolyn uh concussions are what smallville uses largely for major characters to not find out that clark has superpowers <laughs> a lot of characters sure. getting knocked how out many concussions we had last season oh I how d- many you had last season yeah okay well how many 24 episodes, episodes. okay 24 episodes so this is eight so and there's been four so i'm gonna guess 12 concussions last season 24 concussions. Really? An epi- is this more than one per episode or is there one per episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> some episodes there were multiple and some there were none. It just averages wow. out to one per episode. Yep. Wow. Beautiful symmetry. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also keep track of car wrecks because uh, that's, that's a Smallville favorite stunt. Sure. I wrote down concussion, um, exclamation point, and then take that, Southern Hospitality. Because the guy was like, <laughs> the guy pulled over and was like, hey, what's going on? You okay? As Clark watches an unconscious Lana in her hospital room, Lionel contemptuously blames Clark for Lex's disappearance and Lana's injuries. I like watching Clark get gaslit. Yeah, right. Finally. 
the only person who's better at it than Clark is Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe arrives, and when Lionel leaves, Clark admits to Chloe that he feels guilty for what happened to Lana. But Chloe says that someone at the mansion could have drugged Lex. Clark then goes to Darius and gets him to confess that he drugged Lex's scotch. He forces... But he has... He, he's like, oh, something at the mansion. And then it cuts like with urgency to the next scene. He's wearing a completely different wardrobe, Brian. <laughs> he has changed his he's undershirt. Superman. He has changed his jacket. It's Superman. That's his whole changes. thing, Zach. <laughs> An emergency has happened. Changes. I got to change. <laughs> but I just love the idea that he was like, I got to go home. <laughs> And then go to the mansion. It's super sweet. So he's running and it's slow motion to us because like he's experiencing time in a different way. He's like, ah, that's a little ripe. He's like, yeah. I'll just. He's like, I don't like this color combo. Uh, um, uh, okay. Uh, Chloe arrives and blah, 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 blah. Clark then goes to Darius and gets him to confess that he drugged Alexis Scotch. He forces Darius to call his contact and tell him to meet him at the stables. But what the wiki is missing here is that Clark tells him to meet uh, to meet at the stables with a bag full of Benjamins. Clock <laughs> that, wrote down immediately my notes, whoa, Superman gets badass. But I, I, I wrote it. down... I wrote down Tom Welling not super convincing as badass. On my... <laughs> you did? Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. That's amazing. I was like, oh, is this his MO that he like is just kind of a bully, like strong arm, just uses his strength a little bit? Because that makes sense. Just being below average intelligence does not make sense <laughs> for this character, IMO. Uh, I'm gonna Once power- in a while, he he does like put on a show of being tough guy to like intimidate someone, but it's all an act. But for he sure. could like, kill. He could kill anyone with like a without using any effort. Right, and he knows that, so he doesn't need to prove it by being a tough guy. Right, he's must be nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been all, all day going around trying to prove I'm a tough guy. I'm Flex gonna power hit. I'm going to power hit through the next two paragraphs to make up some time. Uh, okay. Stop me if there's an emergency quick comment, but and then uh, save all general larger comments for the end. <sighs> Meanwhile, Lex breaks into Lionel's office at Luther Court Plaza and confronts him. Lionel denies everything and claims that Edge is responsible. Lex begins to hallucinate <sighs> about his brother Julian, and Lionel says he doesn't blame Lex for Julian's death. Lex forces Lionel to give him Edge's location and then knocks him out. That's a concussion, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My sound bar is taking a minute. Okay. Uh, Clark gets Edge's location as well from the assassin sent to kill him. (laughs) But Lex gets to Edge first. Edge claims it was Lionel's idea to make Lex crazy rather than him. Clark shows up to stop Lex from shooting Edge, but is incapacitated by Edge's kryptonite beads. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Am I the only one who, when we saw these, was like, those look like kryptonite anal beads? Oh, no, I thought they were rosary. Oh, yeah, rosary. That kind of looks like that, too. (laughs) Aren't anal beads progressively sized? That's true, yeah. Why, (laughs) Why would... Why would 
he what why beads why not like brass knuckles or something it's like fucking badass because he can pray <laughs> and count it's like meditation that's what they're for meditation beads so we can count how many times he hates superman every day what is the company that took all the the smallville meteor rocks and then made rosemary <laughs> out of them i love that he's like he is apparently waiting to have Re- facial reconfiguration surgery and he's like also i need to work on this necklace um okay uh clark is incapacitated by edge's kryptonite beads when edge seems to know clark lex figures clark is in on the conspiracy with Edge and Lionel. Edge beats up on Clark for a while until a deranged Lex shoots the gang lord and then prepares to shoot Clark. The the wiki is underselling this here, which is a moment of like, Lex, you shot the bad guy. Oh, but Clark, you're in on this too. I gotta kill you. Commercial. (laughs) By the way, we got two more concussions in that scene. Hell yeah. Two, Two more. Wow. Uh, so that's for this episode, Brian. That's a this lot. Is a good, this is a good concussion episode. This is a great episode in general. We'll start with this episode. <laughs> uh, when Edge slips away, Lex leaves Clark to finish Edge, who comes at Lex with a car. Lex empties his gun into him, but the car doesn't stop. Lex er, Clark pushes Lex out of the way and destroys the car. That's a car wreck. Um, Oh, we also keep track of car wrecks. uh, With Lex witnessing his powers. uh, We have a a Lex moment. It's like, you're not human. Which, man, I got to throw out there. I know it's been three seasons of this. Lex's reaction isn't like stoked. It's not, you know, we can maybe see some reasons why Clark is maybe keeping that a secret. Wait, what do you mean? It's... Lex's reaction when he sees Clark, like, stop the car. It's like, mm-hmm. basically, I knew it. And then what I read is a very accusatory, you're not even human. Right. And what, Which, what don't you like about that? It's what I, what I, what I think is, like, we, we've talked a lot about, like, Clark should just tell Lex, or should Clark just tell Lex? I don't oh. know. This is maybe an indication that it wouldn't have gone well. Um, Wait till the next episode, motherfucker. <laughs> just wait till the next episode. <laughs> Can I come back for that? Have me on every week. Is this a three-person podcast now? I love Carol- this show. Carolyn, open invite. Okay, okay. Open invite. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Lex is like, they're dragging him off, and he's like, he's trying to tell them that this guy just got hit by the car. He's like, look at the car. They don't look at the car. They can't even... They will not even glance <laughs> over to see this car wreckage. Eventually, someone finds this car wreckage, right? <laughs> and they're like, like what yeah, that is weird. What possibly cause that? Did yeah. it wrap around a tree? There, where's the tree? It's not in yeah, there the at tree. all. <laughs> it looks like it ran into sort of a man made of steel. That, But that couldn't possibly be. Um... Uh, okay. Destroys the car. Lex witnesses his powers. Clark super speeds away just as Dr. Foster arrives with some men who haul Lex away as she screams for Clark. Lana wakes up and asks about Lex. She tells Clark that she always thought he was being paranoid when he said that he was dangerous. But now she thinks it's true. 
she needs to stay away from him. Ooh, good shit. Good shit. It's- Finally, a, a sane decision from Lana. <laughs> Run, Lana. Run. Run. When he, when they were in the barn and he was like, I don't ever want to put you in danger again. I'm Henry Cavill. And then he immediately <laughs> leaves. I'm like, you're fucking stupid, Superman. <laughs> Think even a little bit. Use your powers <laughs> even a little bit. Um. Okay. At the sanitarium, which looks like a maximum security prison, Lionel and Dr. Foster conspire to erase Lex's short-term memory. As Lionel looks in, in Lex's cell, wearing a straitjacket. That's... It's my nightmare. Johnny Cash's uh, Hurt cover is playing. <gasps> yes. yes. And Which must have just come out. I, shit, you're right. 2003. Man, that right? is... Yeah, I think it was... Yeah, just came out. That was a, obviously a really a great song, but it is... Uh, it's too much it's for this. So it's not, much. It, not it's deserved. So much. That's one of the best songs. Yeah. Well, it just doesn't fit the no. moment. Really. You know what would have been good is uh, previously last season we got a Mad World drop. That would have oh. been right. That would have been great right there. Drop Mad World right there. <laughs> That's yes. where you should have used Mad World. <laughs> or like, I mean, like throw in whatever butt rock song they normally put on. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, no, it's what, so buck wild, not appropriate. Alt, alt rock garbage that they normally have. Just throw one of those on. <laughs> Don't solely Johnny Cash with. But I can this see stuff. this is a yeah. mid-season finale. Yeah, let's go all out. Let's put like a really hot song. But it right reeks now. of it reeks of the writers being like, "This is a dope song. Let's yeah. just put it on there." I, absolutely. Um, the it, the song makes you makes me feel that the show is shittier. It's like turning the lights on <laughs> yes, at the end of the night yes. at the bar. Just like, leave us in darkness. I don't want to see the, the light is too illuminating. Um, uh, that is, uh, that was clearly most of the music music budget for this episode. Uh, the only other needle drop this episode is She'll Be the One by Boss House. I've never, I, I think I vaguely remember this song. I don't remember where it is in the episode and I've never Brian. heard of Boss House. Boss House has appeared so many times on this show, and I have never heard. I don't know who the hell Boss House is. (laughs) For that to be the case of like, we've done 52 of these at this point. Boss House clearly leaves my memory (laughs) the second we're done. Anytime I read it, there's a Doctor Who monster where their whole thing is like, you forget them the second you look away. (laughs) That's Boss House for me, apparently. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) some uh, wiki notes here on the title to shatter means to damage or to break something into pieces uh in this episode just like the window he jumped through wait oh and 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 uh uh uh, Morgan Edge and Lionel Luther attempt to shatter Lex's mind, and also Lana's leg gets shattered by a horse. Oh, which again in was grotesque, possible, possibly taste. questionable taste. Yeah. Um, Pete Ross does not appear in this episode. This is the first mid-season finale to not uh, uh, 
not feature Pete. I'm going to also say then, in that case, season two would be the last uh, yeah. season finale yeah. feature Pete. <laughs> um, oh, here's a fun one. After Lana is trampled by the horse, as the camera is panning back, a microphone is clearly visible. Oh. Um, Do they have the kiss, the shoulder kiss in this, in this wiki notes? They I should. don't see. We should add it. Clearly. Zach, you and me noticed this for the first time. We <laughs> caught it. We're making history. Uh, here, here's a fun Bring one. Talk, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> here's a fun Fuck one. You talk, Bill. No, I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm actually going to start listening to that podcast tomorrow because I love this show so much. No, 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 that's not allowed. <laughs> that's not. No, allowed. it's okay. We like we like those guys. Obviously, it'll be a great show. You just also have to listen to our show. <laughs> Brian uh, is truly a goblin. Brian, you've never revealed yourself more. This is your energy right now. Uh, here's here's a fun one. Lex wears a straight jacket in a padded cell. Something we do not do anymore. <laughs> Even in 2003. Like, no, we just sedate people. <laughs> right. We don't put right, them But in also, sp- I'm sure padded cells like even back in the didn't day didn't have like dim green lighting right. for some reason. What okay. if we made this the creepiest David Fincher shit? No. no. That's what I thought. Is it kryptonite in his cell? Everything in the city of Metropolis has like a blue green tint to it for <laughs> uh, some reason on the uh, show. Oh, they're in Metropolis? But is that I believe that hospital is in Metropolis. <laughs> like, Metropolis in Smallville, in Smallville is in Kansas. Smallville is in Kansas, and within the universe of the show, Metropolis is, I don't know, roughly like New York City to Connecticut, I think. Wait, I I thought Metropolis was L.A. It changes based on uh, a thing. Uh, Metropolis is frequently like New York, uh, but like it it changes. Gotham is New York. They're Gotham kind of is the New same. York at night. Yeah, right. Yeah. Metropolis <laughs> oh, is New York oh, and Metropolis is New York during the day. I yeah. love DC. I really gotta. I really gotta get. I'm sure. I'm sure DC officially has it placed somewhere on their map, but it changes from thing to thing. But I don't think. I don't think we've established that Metropolis is in Kansas necessarily. It's just within driving distance of Smallville. It is. You it's can like, see it if you get high enough in Smallville. Say on a windmill, you can see the Metropolis skyline. <laughs> Yes. That is what we have established in Smallville. Um, okay. I'm um, just seeing if there's any other good notes. Um, Michael oh. Dangerfield also appears in season 10. Michael Dangerfield uh, played the security guard. <laughs> earlier wait does he play the same security guard in season 10 uh no he plays gordon godfrey uh who is a vigilante based on the skimming of wikipedia that i am doing (laughs) um let's see and that seems like oh here we have an illusion uh here lex asks clark what the price of a judas kiss is we love bible quotes uh or bible illusions um And Lionel calls Clark Sancho Paz, Penza, Sancho Penza, who is the companion um, of the titular character in Panza. Don Quixote. Panza. Don Quixote, yeah, I love the Evil Wilson moment. Yes, Evil Wilson from Lionel. Uh, um, we call we have a moments called Evil Wilson. Moment. Did you ever watch Home Improvement growing up? Yes. So you know, at the end of the episode, Wilson always told some philosophical yes. allegory to I get that. 
Yes. So we have in this show, the Luthers both do that constantly, but since they're evil, it's oh. the evil Wilson. Oh, yeah. I really liked that. Yeah. I liked the evil. I think that I just think the father son hair dichotomy is such a beautiful <laughs> literary device. And I liked him sort of giving a eulogy for the episode at the end. But again, it made me feel like Superman. What what the fuck are you doing? I think morally you do have an obligation to this guy's really bad. You could just take him out. Like he's <laughs> so abusive to your friend. He's just gaslit your bestie. He's like, he's you know, he's I, I haven't seen the rest of the show, but he's probably killing a bunch of other people. Just take him out. This is it's the trolley question. Superman yeah. is Passing Failing the it. ball at the yeah. trolley. <laughs> Wait, what? The what question? The trolley question. It's a philosophical exercise where you <clears throat> you can a trolley is going to hit a people on the track, or it's gonna if it goes one way, it's gonna hit like five people, or it's gonna hit one person that you know on a different track. Exactly. Oh, five strangers or five one stranger person. versus right. one person you know. I mean, there's Wait, do I like, those are do I like the person that I think I it's know? generally someone that you love a lot. Yeah, I know the five people I, I, I suck. Yeah, five <laughs> yeah. Are Maybe five I think I may be saying it slightly wrong, but that's the no, that's that's the gist of it. Boils it boils yeah. down to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Zach, would you would you kill five strangers on a trolley situation if I was if I was tied up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, yeah. bud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's I mean, wait, are we done doing the podcast yet? Oh, good question. No, no, no. Actually, no. It's season four. We got a lot to go. Okay. Yeah, no, then you, I got to kill those other people. Uh, Unless you want to take his place. Carolyn? I, I will finally I will finally take my rightful place as Brian in Brian's life. Carolyn. Tell Emily I love her. And Carolyn. I'll give her a kiss on the cheek tonight. Yes, Carolyn. What? What? Can we Can we set this down permanently? It, can we make this contractually binding? If I if die, die I if I die life. before my time, you will <laughs> take upon my role in this podcast <laughs> and yes. finish it with Zach. Brian, I do solemnly swear, and honestly, I feel like if that does happen, the podcast would get pretty successful. So let's That's, all just consider that. It's way more likely. <laughs> you were like, hey, can I join as a third host? Story. And I thought, man, that'd be really good for the show. <laughs> <laughs> What if, but what if I die? Will you take over for me? Sure, but I'll only phone it in fifty percent. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly <laughs> that's perfect. Carolyn Page, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me streaming Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays on Twitch uh, TV at Jacuzzi Tubs. Jacuzzi Tubs is spelled with two B's now. So <laughs> careful how you spell jacuzzi. Careful how you spell tubs. I play all kinds of video games. You can also catch me on Wednesdays, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific on the You Jokes YouTube channel playing the world's only competitive fuck, Mary kill game show, FMK Champions. It's the best. It's a great time. We have three comedians uh, that come together. With their pit against each other in a brutal battle of fucking marrying killing brian's been on the show a bunch Zach i've never i've I've, I've, on I've only ever come in last place <laughs> it's a brutal show it's a hard it's show. brutal brutal it's a, yeah it's brutal zach do you have a question for the smallville gods i do um 
if Brian dies before the show is over, will it be on a train track um, in a trolley situation? <laughs> Good night, everybody.